Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Five north of Springfield to the Pentagon and across the river into the district, running without delay. On the southeast-southwest freeway, running just fine between 14th Street, heading to the 11th Street Bridge. No troubles on I-295 south of the flyover ramp to the Beltway. And uh, no delays either side of D.C. 295 north of, the, north of the 11th Street Bridge, heading up to the uh, city-county line and then heading back down. Everything is running fine on the uh, 3rd Street Tunnel between New York Avenue and... And the freeway. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Our afternoon will be so much better than this morning. In fact, I'm going to say today's going to be a fantastic Friday once this fog gets out of here. Right now, though, we still have just that. Fog across the area should be uh, lifting through the morning hours. A few showers also left lingering. And check out the temperatures, mid-50s to mid-60s throughout the area. Later today, with some sunshine, we'll get up to around 70 degrees with our afternoon temperature. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather 71 Center. degrees. You're waking up to in Washington at 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And a good Friday morning, January 26th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up locally, a woman accused of stabbing two others and hitting several people with her car in Prince George's County, now in custody Friday morning. The owner of the Caps and Wizards answers criticism of a proposed move to Virginia for the teams. I'm Mike Marillo. Alabama executes a man using nitrogen gas for the first time ever. Grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes could be back in the air starting today. Maryland's transportation budget is in bad shape, and soon the roads you drive on could be too. I'm John Doman. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. CBS News has learned that Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets could take off as soon as today. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has that. 171 in the U.S. are grounded and require these inspections to go back into service. Now, the airlines say if you don't want to fly on a MAX 9, they will let you change your flight without an additional cost, uh, as they understand that there will be some people that uh, want to take a wait-and-see approach to this airplane. Alabama has executed a man using nitrogen gas. It's the first time that method has been used in the U.S. More from CBS's Manuel Bohorkas. Those who were trying to prevent the execution of Kenneth Smith pointed to several things. One, when he was convicted of murder, the jury recommended life in prison as a punishment, but the judge overruled them. That is something that is no longer allowed under Alabama law. Also, they point to the November 2022 initial attempt to execute him by lethal injection. It was botched. They could not access a vein in order to administer the drugs. Former President Trump is said to be opposed to a bipartisan effort in the Senate to reach a deal on border issues and aid to Ukraine. Your CBS is Scott McFarlane on Capitol Hill. These negotiations are already wobbly and Donald Trump can impose his preferences, if not his will, on the dozens and dozens of congressional Republicans who've endorsed him and view him as the leader of the party as 2024 moves through. Ahead of a scheduled congressional hearing on child safety next week, Meta 
has changed the way young teens can message people on Instagram and Facebook. Reaction from CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur. Requiring younger teenagers to either get parental permission or have an existing connection with someone in order to message with them makes a lot of sense. The key question, of course, is whether or not this is going to help with people's mental health, and in particular, teenagers. New data shows hearing loss is a lot more common than we thought. About 38 million Americans suffer from hearing loss, but here's the surprising part. According to a new study, hearing loss is more common in rural communities than big cities, mostly because a lot of jobs in these areas use loud machinery or because of popular activities like hunting. CBS's Monica Ricks tells us that experts say starting at age 35, hearing loss is more prevalent among men than women, with the highest rates among white people and seniors. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce says the retirement of baby boomers now at a rate of 11,000 a day is already making it difficult to find pilots, doctors, and teachers. The chamber says we're in the tough time for because of the combined effect of boomer retirements, the existing work rate, and the low birth rate. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTOP at 403. Friday morning, January 26, 2024. Welcome in. Morning showers and fog this Friday give way to afternoon sun, according to Veronica, as that burns off 65 to 72 for the high. We are at 63 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for taking us along for your 4 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you this Friday. Locally, police in Prince George's County is where we begin, where they say a woman accused of stabbing two people and hitting several other cars, others with her car, in separate incidents. All happened now. On Thursday, she is in custody, we're told, Friday morning. The first attack happened on Ritchie Road in Forest Park in Capitol Heights. Around 5 yesterday, Thursday afternoon, police say the person of interest struck a woman walking on the sidewalk. She suffered only minor injuries minutes later. The person of interest then hit two other people on Ritchie Road in Landover. In this case, two individuals were struck by a car. The driver then exited the vehicle and stabbed one of the victims who has critical injuries. That victim is 15 years old. The other individual, an adult male, has injuries not considered life-threatening. Deputy Chief James McCreary this morning. Then around 5.30 p.m. Thursday, police say the person of interest hit two other men with her car on Addison Road South in Capitol Heights. They're expected to be okay this morning. The last attack on Thursday happened in Lanham. At approximately 6.35 p.m., officers responded to a stabbing at a gas station at the 9100 block of Annapolis Road in Lanham. In this case, an adult male was stabbed and suffered critical injuries. Now, police say this morning the attacks they think were random and that the woman was driving a dark-colored sedan at the time. Authorities say they will provide an update later today, this Friday. We'll keep you updated as we get new information. Just keep your dial right where it is. WTOP at 4.05. With a full court press now underway in progress to move the whiz and caps from D.C. to Alexandria, we're now learning here at WTOP from the owner and the two teams this week. You'll remember that Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin announced their partnership just last month to move the franchise to a new sports complex in Potomac Yard come 2027. Since then, there have been loud cheers as well as jeers over this plan. WTOP's own Mike Marillo reports on what's being said this morning. In an email to fans, Monumental Sports owner Ted Leontis says the move to Potomac Yard is about both more space and opportunity for the teams. He says making teams that are championship contenders take space, but more of that can't be found in downtown D.C. 
Leontis also took issue with claims that the move would make the games less accessible, saying fans of both teams, 44% of which live in Virginia, will be able to get to games by metro, car, and even water taxi. He also says Monumental is willing to bring $400 million to the table for the project, which will be a public-private partnership. The plan still needs legislative approval in Virginia. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. On Saturday this weekend, the Alexandria City Council hosting the town hall, we're told, and which elected leaders will answer questions about the Potomac Yard Entertainment Complex. That's this weekend. Alexandria City Council on Saturday starts at 930 in the morning. Another coaching change meantime for the Washington Wizards this morning. Wes Unsell Jr. is out as head coach, but he's not leaving the organization. We're told he'll move to the front office. Assistant Brian Keefe will serve as interim coach. Wizards radio play-by-play voice and WTOP sports director emeritus Dave Johnson joins us now to discuss what the team will be looking for in the next coach. Brian Keefe is taking over on an interim basis, and he was actually selected by Wes Unsell Jr. to be his lead assistant. Whoever the Wizards decide to go forward with long term, it's going to be a a position that you're going to take over next season. And it is going to be about continuing the journey to develop a long term winner. This is the embryonic stages of their reboot, rebuild, whatever term you want to use. And and that's a challenge for whoever the coach is. Wizards lost to the Utah Jazz on Thursday. WTOP at 4.07 Friday morning. Let's talk transportation issues. What does a tighter state budget mean for the road projects you rely on? Local governments are learning about that firsthand this week from Maryland transportation leaders. Transit projects like the Purple Line and Southern Maryland Light Rail still have green lights, but a $650 million cut to state of good repair funding will be noticeable. Rather than doing a more comprehensive resurfacing of roadway, we'll use lower cost treatments to try to extend the life of the roadway. State Highway Administrator Will Pine says construction of a new interchange at the Beltway and Medical Center Drive is also getting deferred, though that may be a good thing because of the criticism and questions about how safe it'll be for pedestrians. We need to kind of talk through, is the goal to get vehicles quickly in and out to help deal with the stadium, let's say, or is it really to have a livable, walkable community? In Largo, John Dome in WTOP News. Good Friday morning, January 26. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Part of the time now is 4.08 as you rise with Michael us. and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. On WTOP, we guarantee you traffic and weather on the 8th, 24-7. Traffic is first for that. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Watch for the broken down vehicle southbound 395 south of Seminary Road in Alexandria. That's exit four. This uh, broken down vehicle blocks the right lane and the right shoulder. Traffic moving by to the left without any kind of difficulty. No delays anywhere on 395 in Virginia or 95 in Virginia. All lanes are clear. However, up and down the 95 corridor, uh, you might want to watch out for some patchy ground fog. Also seeing some areas of uh, patchy rain conditions. So again, take it easy up and down the 95 corridor, but very late volume of traffic as you make your way around. In Maryland on the outer loop as you made the approach to the Clara Barton Parkway, we had reports of a broken down vehicle blocking one or more lanes but not seeing any delays because of this. Just beware though, you might encounter the flashing lights over on the Beltway outer loop over in Cabin John on northbound 95 after 216 heading up to the Welcome Center in Howard County. Remnants of the accident is still sitting on the far right shoulder uh, just in that one little space. Move over to 
the far left side as you make your way north of Skaggsville Road as they work to remove the accident vehicles. There were a couple of tractor trailers involved in that accident from well earlier this morning. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Expect dense fog for your morning commute. It will gradually improve, and there could be even a few showers around the area. You'll certainly notice how mild it is with temperatures between 56 and 65 degrees. Now, later today, those clouds will break. We'll have some sunshine, probably starting around noon with a high temperature of 70 degrees. Pretty nice afternoon. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 57 in Rockville, 64 Ashburn, 64 Fort Washington. It is now 60 degrees straight up and holding in our nation's capital. We're the time now on WTLP Friday morning, January 26th. It's 410. Good morning to you. On WTLP, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff Claybaugh this morning. The government's first estimate on fourth quarter economic growth pegs GDP at an annual rate of 3.3% last quarter. That means 2.5% for all of last year. New home sales rose 8% in December. Two-thirds of home builders gave buyers incentives. Indoor pickleball court operator Dill Dinkers is expanding nationwide with franchises, including 10 in Northern Virginia. The company already has four corporate-owned locations in Maryland. The Dow rallied 243 points Thursday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asian stocks ended mixed this overnight early morning. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 411. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. And on that morning when I WTOP and Dean Lane. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience vision loss. And among working age adults, diabetes is the leading cause of blindness. At Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, they work to train adults and children on how to travel and live independently, find and maintain employment, and much more. Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind even provides low vision exams. Learn more about this local region-wide nonprofit, Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, as well as ways to engage and volunteer by visiting www.clb.org. That's CLB.org. Good morning. Welcome into WTLP. If you're just joining us, you're waking up now this morning to some morning showers and patchy fog in this 4 a.m. hour. Veronica says that should burn off to some afternoon sun later on today and a nice day temp-wise. We're going up to 65 to 72 before we're done, according to Veronica, believe it or not. We are at 62 that you're waking up to in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Thanks for joining us this morning. Time now on WTOP is 413. Welcome in this early hour. This is WTOP News. Hear the economy once again this morning. Maybe you're not feeling it right now, but new numbers out this week from the government say that the economy is doing quite well these days. Commerce Department says the gross domestic product in the fourth quarter of 2023 grew at an annual rate of 3.3%. This morning, Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com, joins us on WTOP to explain what these numbers mean for your wallet. 
The resilience of the economy has continued to surprise us really over the past couple of years. So to that extent, this is just sort of piling on the unemployment rate at 3.7 percent. As of last check, some of the other positive trends have involved inflation trends improving. But you're right. There are a lot of people who really take issue with these numbers. I get a lot of that in social media more than I'd like, to be honest. But the reality is that people are still feeling the negative impacts of price levels, which remain high, even though inflation trends are looking better. Okay, so we have the disconnect between what people feel and and what the government is saying. Why do we have this statistical growth in the numbers according to the government? Well, and it's real, right? I mean, in other words, consumer spending is sort of leading the parade in part, and we had a better than expected holiday shopping season in line and, and maybe even a little better than what the retail trade itself was saying. So you can sort of have a bit of a, an attitude problem with the economy, but you still have to go about your daily rounds, and that includes spending for many people. They're probably spending more money on things that they'd rather not be spending on, so such as food. Can't complain about gasoline prices. They're down from a year ago and at the lowest in nearly two years. Are we seeing anything more clearly when it comes to a possible interest rate cut in the future by the Fed? Well, I think today with the stronger than expected data, the timeline on that is being pushed out a bit farther. But, you know, this is essentially something we track on a daily basis. And so if you look at the Fed funds futures, just one uh, product that's out there where people make their bets, they're sort of pushing it out a little farther instead of betting so heavily on the possibility of March. I just think that we have to say that rates have probably peaked or in the process of peaking with respect to borrowing rates. And at some point here with the rates that we get in terms of return on savings, but I don't think they're going to be crashing down either. And so if you're talking about borrowing, you'd like for those rates to come down more sharply. We've seen some improvement in mortgages, as we've discussed. But, for example, the credit card rate still at a peak of nearly 21 percent on average in terms of an annual interest rate. So stability isn't a bad thing, you know, and, and that's really what we have enjoyed here is stability with growth. And that has meant uh, a pretty decent component of job security, although, as we've discussed also, we've seen sort of a step up in job cut announcements of late. That's Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com. Crunching the numbers with Sean and Anne. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you early Friday here on WTOP. Police in Prince George's County have now located a person of interest connected to two stabbings and a string of hit and runs that happened on Thursday. Didn't last very long, but former President Donald J. Trump testified in the defamation damages case that writer E. Jean Carroll brought against him. Alabama executes a man with nitrogen gas for the first time ever the new method has been used. Stay with WTOP for more in minutes. You are listening. To 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Central Union Mission. Men, women, and children experiencing homelessness and poverty have begun the new year hungry, lonely, and hopeless. But homelessness can end one person at a time when you partner with Central Union Mission. With $3.21, you can provide a meal, care, and an introduction to Central Union Mission's life-changing programs. A gift of $50 will feed and care for 15 people. How much hope can you provide? Visit WTOP.com and search charities. WTOP, that Dean Lane. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. 
Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., A. Joffe, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Coming up on WTLP this half hour after traffic and weather. Training on how to see the signs is one of the biggest focuses surrounding human trafficking in Montgomery County. I'm Valerie Bong. Plus, the fine for speeding in a work zone in Maryland may be going way up. This is Kyle Cooper. Good Friday morning, January 26th. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. Time now is 418. Rather get weather on the 8th and when it breaks, over to Ken Berger this morning with us in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. The broken down vehicle in Alexandria, southbound 395 south of Seminary Road. Exit 4 has cleared. All lanes are now open. No delays either side of 395 between 14th Street and the Springfield Interchange. And the ride up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia also looking good. Still have areas of patchy fog, however, and a rain shower here or there. Mostly misty type rain. So again, uh, take it easy through those areas. Uh, 66 clear, leaving the beltway heading out to Route 81. And you'll find no delays as you make your way inside the Beltway from Falls Church to the Roosevelt Bridge, crossing 14th Street in onto the freeway. Things are looking good across Washington between 14th Street to the 11th Street Bridge. No struggles on I-295 from the flyover ramp to the Beltway. DC-295 clear coming in from the city-county line to the 11th Street Bridge. And the 3rd Street Tunnel likewise open both directions between the freeway and New York Avenue. Remnants of the crash northbound 95 after Skaggsville Road. Looks like just one uh, tractor trailer remaining over on the far right shoulder. You notice the flashing lights a little bit. But the travel lanes are open. There are no delays between the two beltways in Maryland. Likewise, 295 clear between 495 and 695. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve and has always paid no fee unless your case is won. Visit gblawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Still ahead after traffic and weather this Friday morning. In D.C., a new life-saving strategy is being rolled out so patients get needed blood on the way to the hospital. I'm Kate Ryan. We've had widespread fog here early this morning. This fog will gradually start lifting and improving as we get closer to dawn. There could be an isolated shower or two, but temperatures still not budging very much and pretty warm. 56 to 65 degrees here this morning with afternoon temperatures expected to be closer to 70 degrees. Many neighbors hoods and there could even be a little bit of sunshine maybe a breeze late day out of the northwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour saturday you've got cloud cover increasing throughout the day so your drier hours will be morning and afternoon by evening the next weather maker giving us rain by saturday evening i'm seven news chief meteorologist veronica johnson in the first alert weather center You're waking up this 4 a.m hour friday morning january 26 to 63 degrees in manassas 61 metro center 52 frederick Maryland. We're at 62 in Washington. 
right now and coming right up this half hour. The city that's making local roads safer for pedestrians. I'm Scott Gelman. WTLP at 421. Good morning. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we work together we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Montgomery County locally is using this month to get people to better understand the warning. Human trafficking cannot be solved by just police alone. Nick Augustine, assistant chief of the Montgomery County Police Department, says it's important to involve social workers and local organizations in handling these cases. It will take an entire community to ensure no matter who you are in Montgomery County, you can live free and safe without the fear of exploitation. There were about 30 reported cases of human trafficking in Montgomery County in 2023, but Augustine says that's probably far from the reality of how many cases there really were. That is a very low number. This is an extremely underreported crime. We expect a lot more, and that's why we do a lot of proactive education and going out and doing investigations. Valerie Bonk to be a TOP News. When minutes matter and blood loss threatens a patient's life, being able to perform transfusions is critical. Now DC is announcing a new program to give paramedics needed blood for transfusions before a patient even gets to the hospital. Mortality rates for trauma patients who suffer severe bleeding can be as high as 20%, according to Dr. David Wittberg, Assistant Medical Director for D.C. Fire and EMS. He announced a new program that will equip paramedics with blood where and when it's needed most. Blood has to be stored in a very, very tight temperature range. Um, So we want to make sure that as we roll this out, we do this really, really well. Within weeks, those blood units will be on four EMS supervisor vehicles. The program's being done in cooperation with the American Red Cross, which says nationally donations are at a 20-year low. So D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser had a request. I encourage everyone who's comfortable doing so to donate blood. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. Maryland's governor leading the charge now to significantly increase the fines that speeders get in construction zones. WTOP's Kyle Cooper this morning tells us the proposal comes after last year's deadly Baltimore Beltway crash you may remember involving six construction workers. Under the legislation called the Maryland Road Worker Protection Act, if you're caught on camera speeding in a work zone, the fine will be 290 bucks, up from the current fine of $40. Lieutenant Governor Aruna Miller says the legislation will, quote, better protect the men and women who do the vital jobs of building and maintaining the roads we rely on every day. Last March, six highway workers were killed in a crash on 695 in Baltimore County. Speeding and a lack of adequate signage were cited as contributors to that crash. On any given day, there are about 1,000 highway workers on the job across Maryland. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Meantime, pedestrian safety is top of mind for leaders in Alexandria these days. As WTOP Scott Gelman reports, the city is making some changes now along a major corridor where several people have actually been hit. Adlai Hardin lives near St. Asaph Street in Alexandria and has experienced how dangerous some 
intersections there can be. My wife has bound herself in that situation. She's had to move quickly across an intersection. Very clear to her that the drivers coming fast did not see her. Now the city is making changes. We felt that we could improve safety along the corridor by, by implementing those no turn on reds along with the, the leading pedestrian intervals. Alex Carroll with the city explains that means pedestrians will get a head start crossing the street when all cars have red 